0: Heavenly Father, I'm grateful that we can all be here together to celebrate your baptism and the continuing baptism of all in your church. I ask, O oh Lord, that the words we speak today, I speak, are, are what we hear as are your words in our hearts and minds, and we go forth rejoicing in our own baptism. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. to begin uh, by saying how great an honor it is to be here on behalf of my wife Benita and myself with you to celebrate today, for it is a very joyful and joyous day for us. Thank you, and thank you to Brandon and all of his friends up here. Today we celebrate the baptism of Christ. And today, I'm extremely honored to say, and especially that I can participate, the baptism of Luca, the oldest being baptized today, and Xavier, who is the youngest being baptized, and my grandson, Elliot. Though the baptism of Christ was 2,000 years ago, and though we celebrate and worship Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we'll definitely not do that with Eliot, Luca, or Xavier. Their baptisms are the same and inextricably linked. For this is the bedrock of our Christian faith. How do I say this? Why do I say this? Well, let's start by looking at John the Baptist. John had been prophesying the coming of the Messiah. The Messiah who would bring God's kingdom forth into the world in triumph and conquest the Messiah ordained by God as judge both of the living and the dead. Jesus comes by and John says, look, here he is, here's the anointed one, a judge. Now, do you ever have those times when something surprises you? John had a great surprise, for he identified Jesus as the one And then Jesus says to him, you need to baptize me. And John basically goes, what? You need to baptize me. You're the one with the power over who gets into the kingdom, the country of God. And who does it? Not me. But Jesus insists. And so John does baptize him. And then something else happens. The Spirit of God descends like a dove and alights on Jesus. Say, like a dove? What about the hammer of judgment? The fire of condemnation? The terrifying power of the cosmos? At least a superman cape. A dove means olive branches. A dove means peace. This is a surprise like you're expecting a hot shower and receive not just a cold shower, but ice creams as well. And God breathes out and declares... This is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Thus confirming Jesus and his approach beyond all doubt. There is not going to be any armed rebellion against Rome. No magnificent crushing of enemies. No death and destruction until good finally prevails. No triumph and conquest in that fashion. No vengeance at all, really. In fact, if they only knew it, there was going to be sacrifice, and hurt, and death, and despair. And resurrection, followed by disbelief, until finally, transformation. What Jesus knew, but John didn't, is that Jesus came not to lord it over us, but rather walk with us. Like Peter said, Jesus was sent to the people of Israel to preach peace. Peace in the full Hebrew sense, the sense of shalom, peace, harmony, wholeness, completeness, tranquility, prosperity, wellness. Not only of one's body, but of one's relationships, especially one's relationship with God. All bound up in what we call love, doing the best for one another. Jesus is Lord of all, of everyone, of all creation, but he is a Lord of shalom, of peace. God our Father did anoint Jesus, so Jesus went about not pronouncing judgment, but doing good and healing all who were oppressed by evil. When he was put to death by claiming to have one ship with God, he was raised on the third day. Talk about the ultimate of surprises. And then he did tell his disciples, to tell everyone, that he is the judge of the living and of the dead. And that those who come to him in belief and change their lives under him, he will not condemn, but forgive. What kind of ruler is that? Jesus was baptized to demonstrate to all that God, the creator of all, wants to walk with us and not lord it over us. So that's why it was important for Christ. But what is the significance of our baptism? Why is our baptism important? Well, baptism is a lot of things. And I encourage you to read and meditate on pages 146 to 149 of the BAS, which I'm not going to lead you through or we'll be here for another hour. But I think that one thing is that it is a commitment to follow God follow Christ and be a fellow servant in the country of God, the family of Christ. I'm going to repeat that. Baptism is commitment to follow Christ and be a fellow servant in the country of God, the family of Christ. It is a beginning point. And this is key. For Jesus said, you must count the cost before you decide to follow me. There is a great cost to following Christ, literally losing yourself to gaining him. Don't do it if you're not willing to pay the cost. He said it is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher. You are called when you decided to follow Christ to become like him, not him, but like him, which ironically and paradoxically, I think actually makes you more to be the unique person you were created as originally by God. God definitely did not design us to be robots. Jesus said, when you are part of my family, when you are received, I too am received. And when I am received, our Father God Almighty, the creator of all, is also received. Wow. That gets to the core of being what an image means. And I think that is how all of our baptisms are linked. In baptism, we are with words and with actions, and we believe through the Holy Spirit, physically and spiritually declaring that we want to, and we believe we will, represent God. Did you know that? You represent God to creation. In Christ's case, through his closeness with God the Father, and in our case, through our closeness with Christ, following and being like Christ, a servant. A servant called to declare that people are loved, and you are more than you can imagine. Called to do good and to heal. Called to stand up against what is wrong, and called to let people know that God Almighty is intimately concerned with who they think they are and how they represent Him and we influence that in our thoughts and our words and our actions. Anything that doesn't know God needs to hear our message, for God created all to have relationship with God. It's said that St. Francis of Assisi would even preach to the birds and the animals of the field. You can try that for practice. As servants, We are to demonstrate what it means to live in a covenant relationship with God in the right way, the way of righteousness. That's what it literally means. Even though the way is often uncertain, and to worldly eyes we are often defeated, God has called us and is calling us. God is taking us by the hand and keeping us. God is presenting us as his covenant people to the world a light to the nations to open blind eyes and to bring to light those in the dark to walk with jesus all of this is between elliot and luca and xavier and their parents their sponsors and god and us the baptized community for baptism is not a solo activity What are we, as a community of Christ, saying to Elliot, Luca, and Xavier as part of our image bearing, as a people baptized in their baptism? Well, we are saying you are welcome here. We are saying we can, with the grace of God, change the world. We are saying you are an image of God, and you belong to God. We are saying you have a great work to do, as do we all. This work will take everything you have and more besides. But no matter how it goes, how things look, through Christ you are loved by God and by us. Welcome and walk with us. So let us walk with God together and see the world changed. All glory be to God.